Hi, I'm Darcy. And I'm Kelly. And thanks for joining us for... And, and Another, Another Thing. Thing. Where we talk about current events. Pop culture. Things we love. Things we don't. All slathered in gobs of laughter. And all the feels. So grab a drink, sit down, and join us for... And, and Another, Another Thing, Thing with Darcy and, and Kelly. The Podcast. Hello, thingies. This is Darcy. Hello, and this is Kelly. Thanks for listening. Indeed. Uh, today's podcast is a follow-up to one we did before, and it's called... Well, well you asked for it. The, the sequel. Um, so if you didn't hear our first one, we did an advice show, and we asked um, our thingies to send us in questions, and it was freaking like pulling teeth so please send them in <laughs> yes my please God. i think it was like it's been like four months and we got yeah. i don't know like seven yeah so please send us in questions and on that first show we started reaching out to our personal friends going can you give us a question to answer right and, yeah. so in like in months and months and months we got seven so we pulled the mm -hmm. best uh six and um hopefully we don't duplicate because we each pulled a few from our emails right. so right um so I will start out. Sounds good. Okay. So this was anonymous, although it's funny because, and don't worry, because I don't care, but I could see the email address, so you, um, <laughs> right. but I don't know who it is. Says, anonymous wrote, I'm a nice guy in my 30s, attractive with a good job, my own apartment and car, and yet no matter what I do, I can't meet a nice girl or have a substantial relationship. And here's the thing, guys always ask, sorry guys, why do girls not like to date nice guys? <sighs> um, yeah. Do There's you a, have an answer Well, to that? I do, because I feel like this goes along with like, guys who are like, I was friend zoned, I did mm. this, that, 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 and this, and yet I was still friend zoned like okay I understand that it sounds to me and I don't know you anonymous um, but it sounds like you're expecting like if I'm a nice guy to a girl she should want to date me hmm. and then also I want to ask what are your standards yeah because you're just saying you're attractive you have a car you have your own apartment we don't know anything else about you I didn't see a picture and not that that matters but mm -hmm. do you have unrealistic expectations expectations yeah. are you looking for Selma Hayek and mm. you know um, and I'm not putting it on you but it just sounds like you're expecting something like I'm nice to girls why do they not want to date mm. me and that's sorry dude that's incel territory <laughs> well also if that if your attitude is girls don't like nice guys then that you're gonna keep getting rejected the, literally the mind over matter thing actually matters you know when right, you manifesting are manifesting a partner or whatever yeah and it's and we don't mean that in a a, a silly trite kind of way no 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 it's like you here's what you need to do is work on yourself and not just with the material stuff you know what i mean great it's great that you're self-sufficient. My thing is, I don't care what kind of car you drive. I don't care what's in your bank account. Me as long too. as you can handle your own business, then that's good enough for me. 
You know, and if you're struggling, that's fine because lots of people are struggling, especially here in Los Angeles where everything is outrageously expensive, you know. Um, but who are you? Are you a person who is uh, hopeful? Are you excited about your future? Are you excited about the day even, you know? Right. And what is it? What is a first date with you like? Mm -hmm. Give us some more information. I would love to, mm -hmm. you know, if, and if you want to come on, I mean, I would love to know more about like what, yeah, what are your expectations? Mm -hmm. What do you, what do you say? You said a nice girl, because I wrote it directly from your email mm -hmm. and have a substantial relationship. Mm -hmm. What do you consider a nice girl? Because right. What is a nice girl yeah. to is it you? Gorgeous. Is it like a 10 who has a bunch of money? Is it, you know, because me, it's not nice or, you know, the, the whole trope that girls only like bad boys. That's not true. Mm -mm. I mean, I like funny guys. I like smart guys. Mm -hmm. I like I've never cared how much money you make, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Like you said, you take care of your own business. I don't yeah. care. Where I don't have to take care of you. Right. And, and I don't have to take care of me either. Are you looking for somebody to take care of too? Like, or is it simply the fact that we live in a world now where women literally do not need men anymore. Right. We make our own money. We handle our own business. We don't need to be taken care of. Right. You know, so are you... We like to be, and I'm not going to lie about that, but... I'm not going to give up what I have now to, and I've done that in the past. Mm -hmm. God knows I've done that in the past mm -hmm. to have someone. And I'm using air quotes cause you can't <laughs> see me take care of me. Um, yeah. yeah, Darcy's right. We don't need that. So I would love to know more. So are you looking for a woman who needs you? Because there's that also, if you're disappointed because you keep running into women who do not need you, then you're always going to be disappointed. Right. You know? So I feel like there, there's not enough really information to go on here as far as, but you know, I, if, for me, a bad boy, it's like, I've never been attracted to a guy who treats me like shit, you know, exactly. it's exactly. like, I don't, if you don't treat me like the, the queen I am, and I don't mean in a worshipful kind of way, but in a way where you respect me, right? Respect or yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I would just love to know uh, what kind of women you are dating. Right. That'd be more helpful. And where you're looking for it. That's another thing, too. Go mm. where you already like it. If yeah. you, you know, go, if you like sports, go to where, uh, join a softball. I, I know this sounds so mm -hmm. trite, but join something you like and find your common bond there. Don't just try. I have neighbors. I asked uh, my, my neighbors, Kai and Jess, shout out to them who don't even probably even know that I have this show. But I asked Kai, I said, so how did you guys meet? Because the interesting thing is he looks very much, <laughs> Jesse looks very much like an ex of mine. And the first, when they moved in after I lived there, I saw him walking up by my window and, and like, I was Holy like, crap. really, I was like, what is he doing here? And then I realized, oh, that's not him. But I jokingly mentioned that to Kai and she's like, oh, that's so funny. And so months later, I was like, how did you guys meet? And they literally were in a softball league together. They yeah. joined and played a softball and that's how they met each other. And they've been together quite a few years now. And they're yeah. just- Yeah, so anonymous. Um, you know. I think you're putting two, you know. 
you're putting too much onus on the girl. As far as I'm concerned, it's like, what are you doing? And again, you not the material the thing. Right. Who are you as an individual? This yeah. is something that frustrates me so much. Okay, now she's on a roll. Frustrates me so much about men is that, and this is impartial, not necessarily all your fault. We raise men to be socially inept, emotionally inept, mentally inept. Because they don't don't share your feelings. Yeah. Don't show weakness. You fall down, scrape your knee, quit crying. Don't be a baby. Suck it up. You know? And it's like, I am so exhausted by meeting men who... I have zero self-awareness. So that's what I want to challenge you on, sir, anonymous, that who are you as an individual? What do you believe in? What do you know like you know like you know? And what it, that, is, that is more important than anything. And then when you figure out who the hell you are, then the women who are attracted, that will, attracted to that will come to you. Absolutely, hundred percent. Know who you are. But I wish you well. I mean, um, you're thirties, so we're we're a little bit older. Um, Yeah. So you got time, but yeah, you're right. Figure out who you are, and figure out who's gonna who's gonna be attracted to you, and really Mm -hmm. really lean into who you are. Mm -hmm. Are you a nerd? Do you like Star Wars? Do you like whatever? Do that. Meet somebody at Comic Con. Meet somebody at a thing, but. Stop trying to be what you think women want. Exactly. Be who you are and be proud of it and stand in it with strength. And the women who are looking for that will be drawn to you, period. Uh, yeah. Be authentic and you will find your person. Yeah. And please keep in touch with us. Um, and again, if you want to come on, we could have you on like even on Zoom and you could keep your camera yeah. off and we could um, hear what you have to say. There but. We go. Uh, it's not all about you being a good guy and just that you, you know, anyway, yes. Good luck to you, Anonymous. Yes. And I feel like if you become authentic and figure out who you are, you will meet the person You'll of your find dreams. find your lobster. Yes, yes, your lobster. What do you have? <laughs> I have from Christina in Los Angeles. If you had children, what are the two most, most important pieces of advice you'd give them? Oh, I have more than two, of course, because. Wow. Okay. So children, not man or I mean, not boy or girl. Right. And I guess in this day and age, it shouldn't matter. Right. But um, I guess to both of them, I would say it kind of like we just told the last um, person, be your authentic self, mm-hmm. you know, if, and, and if people don't appreciate you for that, find who does. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was my biggest thing growing up, you know, as a fat kid and I found my theater people and I was accepted and th- I knew those were my people. Mm-hmm. And when I moved around a lot, I knew that I could always find my family with theater or choir people. Mm-hmm. So find your people and stick to them. Yeah. That would be my first thing. My other thing would be, um, it's okay to question authority. Mm. I was always afraid to, I was always taught not to, you know, you don't question doctors, you don't question teachers, you don't question, and I'm not saying be a, you know, a son of a bitch in class or, or be, you know, disruptive or nasty, but you know, you don't always have to take what a grown up says, um, for gospel, use your own mm-hmm. brain, and um, and I wish I had done that more. Yeah, those are the That's two. Like you said, I probably have more, but those are my first two. Mm-hmm. And you? 
For me, probably the first thing, because the, the major theme of my life through childhood has been um, body image issues. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I mean, yeah, yeah, about find your people. So I would definitely, it, it wouldn't be advice necessarily that I gave my kid, but I would make sure that I, and I did this as a nanny, for sure. I made sure that food was not something that was a punishment or a reward. Or a reward. Right. Um, with children, when I made them like their lunches, I'd be, I'd make a game out of it. I'd be like, okay, we need these, whatever the, the, the new uh, pyramid is for whatever we need our five food groups. And so what are in our five food groups? What do we need on every plate? And, you know, and make it a game right. and then talk about the nutrition, the new nutrient values, everything. So that to just really try and, and raise them with a healthy relationship with food. Um, because and I not, think not being deprived, but right. not being rewarded. I mean, mm -hmm. I remember going to Weight Watchers and if I lost weight, what would my mom do? She'd take me to Carvel for an ice cream. Cause I lost wow. weight Wow! and like, Oh, well, here's a reward. Cause you lost weight. But of course in those days in Weight Watchers, I had to give up, uh, two breads and yep. like two fruits <laughs> and like a protein for an ice cream. But yeah, but it's so funny. You're mm -hmm. like, you know, it's so ingrained when, you know, my mom ingrained in me, like you did really well. Now you could have, right. But that doesn't work. It doesn't work where you're like, cause I think that's the problem with a lot of people who diet that they're like, well, when I lose, when I get to my goal weight, then I'm going to eat whatever I want. And right. it's like, and now you're back on the same bandwagon. So the idea you have of to make whatever you like a part of your life yes. and, I've... and making your, making, taking care of your body, something that is rewarding in and of itself right. that you to teach my children. And this is what I hope I taught children as a nanny that feeding your body with nutrients is a way to love yourself. Right. It's self-care. You know, absolutely. It's absolutely self-care. That's a really good one. And that's another one that I wish I had. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, the second one would probably be to allow them, again, not advice necessarily, but just to allow them the room to discover their spiritual beliefs on their own to encourage and them not just what they were raised yes, in Here, to yeah, encourage them to seek a spirituality really of some sort because i do feel like that's important i do too i i can't relate to people who are you know atheists who believe in nothing and and i just feel like that's a very sad to me existence in certain ways some people i know a few atheists who are wonderful loving people and and, and do it all correctly right. and then i know some atheists who are pricks to people of faith right so i would definitely teach my children seek your spirituality whatever is comfortable for you and i will support you in whatever path you choose to look into right let them explore all the paths I agree. you know and then also teach them you are to respect anybody else's path you know that those are probably the two biggest as long as people don't shove it down your throat right no i i Absolutely. completely agree with somebody's you. shoving something down your throat then push back by all means whatever you feel is. comfortable but about it yes yeah. i agree with that i think that's really yeah you know our four Man, it's too bad we didn't have kids. We'd have fucking rocking. Oh, sorry. Ding, ding, ding. We'd have fucking rocking kids. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I'm going to take credit for some of how um, oh, I'm the, sure. the twins are doing. I'm sure. And if you've listened to our show, they were on. And was that mm-hmm. not an amazing show? I even wrote Great their show. mother the next day. And I'm like, we were so honored to have your girls here. So, yeah. They're so special. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, there we go. What's your next one? Okay. <clears throat> this is funny because, and it's not the person who wrote me, but this did happen to a friend of mine. Oh, um, they they did a funny name like you do, you know, when you write in proper, not jealous wrote. <laughs> I'm engaged to be married next October. My fiance is a great guy, but he has some kind of immature friends Ugh. who are planning him a big bachelor weekend in Vegas. I heard through the grapevine that there will be strippers and going to clubs involved. Is it wrong of me to ask him not to go? Yes. Because here's the thing, you either trust him or you don't. Well, that's what I feel like too. And my thing is, if you're going to a strip club, they have the hands-off rule. As far as I know, that's like the law at the strip club. Yeah, well, they said strippers and going to clubs. So I'm wondering if they hired, but but you're right. Mm -hmm. My bottom line is you trust him or you don't. Right. And the thing is, if they're going to, like seriously, what is the big deal? If they go to a strip club and they see, they can see naked women in movies, plenty. And you probably don't have an issue with that, an R-rated movie. Right. So what's the difference if they go and watch a girl swing around a pole? Like, that's not cheating. If he, if you're afraid that he's going to uh, make a proposal, not a wedding proposal, but... Right, bang one of them. You know, afterwards, then then you have deeper problems. I was just than gonna. That's what I think. Party. If you're really worried that he's gonna screw one of the strippers, mm-hmm. you have bigger problems than him going mm-hmm. to the bachelor party. And to women who are like, "Oh, I trust him. I don't trust her." Why don't you trust her? It's her job. It is her job. She does not care about your man. Right. You and know? the thing so, is, it's like so. So what what happened with my friend who this happened to the the groom? did not partake but there were it wasn't in vegas it was at somebody's home and they did hire strippers and a lot of the single guys did partake of the fruits of their labor shall we say um and the bride got i mean they almost didn't get married but i kind of try to talk them down talk her down from it but um they almost didn't get married because his friends were screwing. Well, and that he was that- a part of it and watching it and partaking of this debauchery, but. Because he was there. Yeah. He was present. Correct. But his penis didn't enter any foreign territory. As far as we as know. As far as we know. Well, I kind of feel like. They did get married and they are no longer married. They're both remarried, so oh, this wow. is all a moot point. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I would like to say that I would hope for me, if it was my guy, that I'd be like, go have your fun. Enjoy your last night of whatever. Just don't screw anybody. See, that's what I feel like, too. And, and it's like, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Well, you know? and like, honestly, I can't feel like, thank goodness, none of us. Uh, none of our friends have had like one of these bachelorette parties, but I right. feel like if they had a stripper mm-hmm. and I was the bride and he wanted to grind up on me, I feel mm-hmm. like I would do that. I don't think yeah, I'd make I'm out. I'm pretty sure it. I would too. I don't think I'd make, I mean, uh, we've had angry, angry lap dances from our good <laughs> friends. So, I mean, I have no problem with that. 
But um, I feel like if somebody said, you know, here's, you know, sexy fireman who's going to, but if you know me, you'd want to be like sexy chef with like a dad's bod and like a beard. <laughs> that would be hot. It's like, oh, I made you a filet mignon and I'm going to grind up on you. She That's wants hot. David Harbour from Stranger Things season one. That's oh, what she my wants. God, I just, I want a straight bear. Please, I want a straight bear. Anyway, so, you know, the, the ripped guys, I'm like, oh, that's pretty. But if somebody was grinding and up I'm on me. And I'm about the ripped guys, but whatever. If somebody was grinding up on me and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, nothing's going in my mouth or my yeah. boo-hoo. It's well, okay. Also, I'm just like, I would be so very clear on this is his job. We are paying him to do this. Right. I'll, put, is, a, I'll put a dollar in your yeah. G-string and, oh, you smell pretty now. And get I off of me. I swear to God, he's going to yeah. go home and he's going to fall asleep and he's not going to think of any or of us ever gonna again. Or he's going to fall into bed with his boyfriend, Chad. Exactly. <laughs> Because those guys who are cut and are Chippendales, they're not yeah, forest they're not ladies anyway. They are not just, on our you know. team. Yeah. But no, I agree. I People agree. People get so worked up about the whole Bachelorette thing. And it's like, I, I just, I really don't get it. Because I'm like, you're not married yet. You're not. And so, and I don't think cheating is somebody touching and somebody, you know, I just don't, I don't think either. that's. either. And you know The what? emotional component is not there. So even. <sighs> I'm, I'm, I might be speaking out of turn here. I'd like to think I am this evolved, but even if he accidentally slipped and his penis fell into her vagina before we're married, he's, I, it's still, we're still not married. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't like that. Yeah, but I was going to say. I, I wouldn't I like it, but I also like understand too, men are so different than women in that regard. They can have sex with anything and feel nothing you're right so to me it's really about if this man that i love has feelings and emotions or god forbid is in love with somebody other than me and has a relationship with somebody other than me that is way more egregious than you know, some chick grinding up on so, him in a thong that's so interesting because i was thinking about this the other day um when somebody was telling me that they were joking about um, her husband's work wife. Mm. And it's like, well, they're so close. They have lunch every day. And I'm like, doesn't that bother you? She's like, no. I'm like, see, that would bother me more Mm. than his penis falling into a stripper's vagina. Well, okay, I'm going to kind of take a detour with this. Let's talk about Chris Maloney and Mariska Hargitay. Yeah. Okay. Who are both married to other people. And have been married for quite a few years to other people. But and they, they have are so much chemistry. Besties. Besties. There are multiple pictures online of them canoodling with each other on set. And their spouses are obviously okay with it. And that tells me that, to me, that's relationship goals right there. Is Absolutely. that I am not, and they vacation together. Their families vacation together. I know, together. I love it. I love it. And it's just like, we should all be so freaking evolved, you know, that we can allow our spouses to understand that, yes, I'm their person, but they can also have another person. I agree. That, I agree. And, I, and I think that's great. I think it's great. I do too, but, you, but my point is somebody who has an emotional attachment yep. to somebody at work who like, oh, I brought you this lunch because I know you like this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And not that it would bother me, but that would be more concerning to more me concerning. than him yeah. tripping over a, a stripper and uh, yeah. falling into her vagina. Yeah. So, um, no, you do not let, you do not, our bottom line is no, you do not, it's not okay for you to ask him not to go. Exactly. 
Okay, what is okay. it? What did I say? Prude, but proper, but not jealous. You are jealous, and yep. you need to be proper. Yes. Sorry, don't stop watch. Don't stop listening because we said that <laughs> you asked for it. You did. That's the catch with this show. Okay. Okay. Here's my next one. And I identified with this so much, and that's why I pulled it from the email. I was like, okay, I got re- this is anonymous in Austin, Austin. Oh, we have okay. Aus- we have Texas. Love Austin. Well, I've never been, but I hear it's, it's wonderful, beautiful. and I'm dying to go. It's beautiful. Okay, I got really lazy in my grooming routine during lockdown, and I'm having a hard time getting back into it now that things are getting back to normal. Quote. Oh. Am I alone in this? Is it bad if I decide not to go back to it? So my first thought was, first of all, you know, twofold question. Are you alone in this? Hell no. No, we all miss our pajamas. Okay. Is it bad if I decide not to go back to it? How far are you? Exactly. Are we talking about you stop coloring your hair? You stop shaving your legs? Or are we talking about you're not brushing your teeth? You're not taking a shower. There's a difference. Like I I haven't shaved my legs in three years, but I'm also not dating anybody. And mine, I haven't either, but they don't grow anymore. Yours doesn't grow, but but, I'm Italian. And so I'm a monkey, but nobody (laughs) sees, nobody sees my legs. And if I start dating somebody, I'll get back on top of it. Sure. You do the whole, yeah. But honey, you you've got to brush your teeth, you've got to shower, you got to wash. But if you don't want to color your hair, don't color your hair. And put it, you know. You know, if you yeah. don't want to shave, don't shave because that's a that's just a beauty construct that has been that that's a right. You know. But basic hygiene mm-hmm. of keeping yourself Cleanliness. clean. Yeah. And even if it's a fill the sink up with hot soapy water and do a whore bath. Yeah. You know, just get all At the least hot do spots. A because I'll admit, I don't wash my hair but twice a week, but that's because it, it falls out. <laughs> but you know what? First of all, and not to be gross, but Americans are so obsessed with washing and, sh- and, and shampooing and everything mm-hmm. every day. Um, your hair doesn't need it. Mm-hmm. Shampooing, especially like rinse and repeat, was mm-hmm. completely brought, uh, completely invented by shampoo companies to sell twice as much shampoo. Yes. Um, so if it's it. that, if you're not washing, if you're not taking basic and like te- teeth, 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 no matter what, no if matter you what. stay in your pajamas all day mm-hmm. on a Sunday, you gotta brush your teeth. I, I'll tell you this. Here's a confession from the Darsmeister. I have a alarm because I work from home and I teach, te- I teach and I'm dealing with people in my presence three days a week, but the other four. I'm generally typing or doing other things. So I actually have an alarm on my phone because I don't like to get up and brush my teeth and then have my coffee because that's gross. Of course. But I have an alarm on my phone that 11 a.m. it goes off, brush your teeth. Yep. In Because if I get focused on something, I will forget. Yep. And I'm like, nope, you have to do this. You have to at least brush your teeth every day. Well, and here's the thing. So I'm going to admit too. Um, for those of you who may just be, I am right now, I'm... I'm a mobility challenged. I'm mm-hmm. waiting to get a hip replacement and it's very hard and it's very tiring for me to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Showering is a big thing. It takes like three spoons. For yeah. those of you who don't know spoon theory, you get a certain amount of spoons every day and when they run out, you have no more spoons. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't shower every day. I'll tell you that right now. But I do wash all my bits and mm-hmm. I use, you know, anyway. But uh, <laughs> brushing teeth, 
that's the one thing and mm -hmm. I do I have this whole thing I agree I come out here uh, here is our studio which mm -hmm. is my living room <laughs> I come out here usually like 4 30 because I can't sleep that long usually 4 30 a.m. I'm already in the living room and then, <laughs> that's when I'm in my deepest I think so. right so that at like eight nine o'clock same thing I'm like okay you gotta Take your vitamins, brush your teeth, brush your hair, wash your face, moisturize. Mm. That's the least I do every day. Yeah. The least I do every day is I, my routine is very get up, make the coffee, take my meds yeah. and vitamins. Right. Then I do my face. Then I do all my serums. Right. <laughs> By then the coffee's done, I pour the cup of coffee, and then sometimes I will do my meditation or my list of gratitudes, and then I'll get to work. And so then... By 11 a.m., if I haven't brushed my teeth and my alarm goes off and I yeah. go, oh, okay, I got to go do this. Yeah. But No, I, I yeah. agree. But um, if you're, if I would, I, I just kind of want to know what it is. Yeah, we don't know what you're, you're missing. About. Yeah. So we say if it's, if it's a beauty construct that has nothing to do with your actual hygiene, do what you want. My mom quit dyeing her hair during lockdown and she let it all go silver and she looks amazing. Yeah, one and of my best friends did too. I wish I had had the, the cojones to do it at the time. I didn't and now I'm stuck coloring my hair once a month and I kind of wish I didn't. But, yeah, me too. You know, that's, it is what it is. So yeah, my feeling is if it's a, if it's a beauty construct that is uh, created by men so that we can... And I actually don't even know if this is a male or a female, but I'm assuming... Um, oh, interesting. Getting back into it. Yeah, they don't indicate whether they're male or female in It doesn't here. matter. You got to clean your junk. You got to clean your junk. Male or female and brush clean your, your teeth. teeth. Clean your junk yep. and your pits. Yep. yep. And any least. folds. Anything if else, any folds. if you're brave enough to walk around with hairy legs and a skirt, go right ahead. Yep. I'm not going to judge it. Exactly. But it, for at least, you know, don't don't make make sure the health department's not going to call. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so offending this is your coworkers a really good with one. your breath. So this is a really good one. And okay. this is why I just learned that we have a little bit older um, demographic than I thought. Okay. Anonymous, which is funny because their name is right in their email address, <laughs> but I'm not going to I'm not judging because Is this somebody we actually know? I I do. Okay. I don't think you do. Okay. Anonymous writes, I have a problem I'm so ashamed of. I do not like my 16-year-old grandson. Ooh. He's rude, disrespectful, and has poor hygiene habits. I hate to say it, but he stinks. <gasps> when I mention this to my son, his father, he ignores me, and my daughter-in-law always gets defensive and tells me, well, I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> Gals, meaning Darcy and me, I don't know what to do. I don't want to be a bitter old woman, but it's just so hard for me to show him any affection. Please help. Okay. First, I have to say, doesn't every 16-year-old boy kind of stink a little bit? Right. <laughs> They're disgusting creatures. Right. They're disgusting. Um, gosh, I don't even know what to say because it's not like she... I would. My inclination would be like, tell his parents to make him clean, but she does and they don't care. That's a problem. Yeah, so the father evidently ignores her, and then the, the daughter-in-law says, well, I'm doing what I can. I mean, part of me says, you're right, he's 16 years old, and he'll get over it, and just... But she says, I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him. 
She doesn't like him because he stinks? Well, and he's rude and disrespectful. Oh, and we're disrespectful. But oh. first of all, okay, stinking is one thing. Yeah. But if your child is disrespectful to your parent, yeah. you got to nip that shit in the bud. I'm Absolutely. sorry. Absolutely. I'm sorry. There's no excuse for um, I remember to be one disrespectful day... to their grandparent. Oh, yeah. No, no, no reason for that whatsoever. But I do. It's interesting how... You know, it, as a nanny, I was like Joe Frost, the super nanny, firm but loving. Right. So no child I have ever taken care of has ever spoken to me disrespectfully because I didn't allow it from minute one. I have, however, seen these same children be extremely disrespectful in their tone to their own parents. Yeah. And I rem very vividly, I won't say which family, but listening to one of these ch children just screech at his or her mother and me being in the room with them and me shutting that shit down and being like, you will not speak to your mother that way. Do you speak to me that did way? Did the parents appreciate that or did they not? They just kind of let me do their thing, you yeah. know, because I said, do you speak to me that way? No. Then why are you speaking to your parent that way? Right. You know, I just don't play with that crap. Well, yeah, you know? I would like to know if they speak to their parents that way, too. And yeah. I kind of feel like they probably if do. If they're disrespectful, yeah. If they're disrespectful to parent to a grandparent, they're probably disrespectful to a parent, Well, and it's too. funny that, um, you know, I always, I grew up from the, uh, you know, I grew up in the uh, time where it's like, say thank you to the ladies, say thank mm. you to the man, go give them hugs. And now... Right. Now I'm getting to the point where I understand that you should never force your child to give somebody a hug. I agree. Right. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. They should be willing to. You should mm -hmm. not have to force someone to give a hug. Right. I was always forced to give hugs and I don't mind. I'm a hugger, but I get that. Yeah. I'm not even going to talk about that. Mm -hmm. That is their body, their choice. Right. But again, the hygiene thing, he's a 16 year old boy, whatever, but the disrespectful, mm -hmm. That's not okay. Yeah. I feel like the hygiene will work itself out because if he's that gross, his friends, he'll start, his friends will start dropping Or if he off. wants to date. You know what I mean? Or if he wants to date, that'll, especially at 16, that'll, that'll work itself out. But yeah, the disrespect is like, no, you still need to, it, there's, there's this balance, fine balance between, you know, us growing up as kids of, you know, I was very, I was born in 1970. So we didn't know what we didn't know back then. We didn't right. know how to speak to children encouragingly. We didn't realize what words do to a child's little brain. Right. And, and how we, we as adults carry around, we've talked about this on many shows, mm -hmm. how we, Darcy and Kelly as adults, carry around what we were told as children right. to this day. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and, and also it was okay to spank kids back then right. too. So like if I, if I smart mouthed my mom, I got a little smack on the lips. Absolutely. You know, and that was, Absolutely. I would never, I've never had to raise my hand to a child ever. And I feel like, you don't have to, yeah. but that was part of it when we were little. So I was like, I was very much trained from a very early age. You don't smart mouth an adult. You don't do that. No, you and don't. what we're terribly missing in this generation is you don't need to smack your kid across the mouth when they smart mouth you, but there needs to be a consequence. Absolutely. And you don't let it ride by and say, well, they were expressing their feelings to me and I no. wanted to honor their feelings. You can honor their feelings, but say, and I've said this before to children where they're, if they start getting 
smart with me. I'll be like, look, I want to hear how you feel. It's very important to me how you feel and that is valid, but you will not disrespect me in telling me how you feel. Right. And you need tone. to take a breath and then explain to me how you're feeling. Right. And That's so important that has worked, but also like respecting your elders. Mm -hmm. I mean, I understand that again, I just, we just talked about what would I say? Question everybody, even your elders, even your doctors, but right. that doesn't mean that you get to that be That doesn't mean you get to be a smart ass. Yeah. Yeah. A healthy, uh, a healthy questioning of authority is necessary. Well, but, and like you say, a dialogue, not just like, I hate you because, blah, blah. okay, mm -hmm. tell me what you're upset about. Let's yeah. talk about this. Or with the twins when they were little and they'd start screaming at each other and fighting. Well, she, she, he's like, stop it. Nobody talks. And then he'd be like, and I'd literally, I'd flip a coin and be like, you know, whoever got heads. Okay. You get to talk about how you're feeling right now. And sister doesn't get to interrupt you. Yeah. And then, you know, it takes work. So grandma who wrote to us, here's the thing. You cannot control how your grandson's parents deal with right. him, but he can learn exactly what is expected of you from you. Well, and also she's coming. Let's figure that, you know, she has a 16 year old grandson. So what is that? So she's sixties, right? Possibly. 70s maybe. <laughs> well, when I went to my 10th anniversary, there were already grandparents in my class. So, you know, you never right. know, but so, okay. So mm -hmm. she may be and coming friends off my of... age who are grandparents. So fifties, at least fifties. Okay. Yeah. Let's say so that. That's true. I mm -hmm. could be a grandmother. Mm -hmm. A 16 year old. Yeah. Yep. I could. But, um, <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I guess there's no excuse. I was going to say if she's coming off of like this mentality that, you know, kids are to be seen and not heard. And mm. um, anyway, we wish you luck. Yes. Um, but uh, try and have a conversation with him. Mm -hmm. and Teach him how to treat you. That's, that's exactly across the board for anybody. It doesn't matter who it is. We only let people treat us the way we allow them to treat us. Well, and so. a kid at 16 is acting out for Mm -hmm. different reasons Numbers and he reasons. probably really needs his grandmother's love yeah i hate to say it but he probably really needs his grandmother's yeah. love and support and maybe just mm -hmm. take him out for i don't know hose him down yeah <laughs> right and buy him cool stuff like they love the axe spray true buy him some yeah axe spray buy him or whatever some, the like, kids whatever. are using yeah. yeah and some like if you know, he, he wears crappy clothes, buy him some clothes or say, hey, I'll take you out and whatever you want for the day. Anyway, right. there are ways you can work around it, but please don't, don't hate your grandson right. because um, he probably needs you. Yeah. So we That's wish you luck. Point. Check back in. I would yeah. love to hear from you, anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear about it. You have um, the last my one? My last one. Okay. This was just simple and it made me laugh. So I was like... What's the weirdest dream you've ever had? And I didn't write down. I forgot who this was from. Sorry if you're listening. Forgot to write down who that was from. But what is the weirdest dream you've ever had? Do you need to think on it? Go. Yeah, you go ahead. Okay. You have yours off. Because I generally don't remember my dreams. Mostly yeah. if, I'm, if I'm in the midst of a really weird dream and I wake up, then I... No, I'll be like, wow, that was really a weird dream. But then in seconds, it's gone. And I couldn't tell you why it was weird. But I will never forget this because I also never have dreams about sex. Never with any of my past boyfriends or anything like that. But one time, 
I had a dream that I was having sex with Michael J. Fox. <laughs> Which makes no sense because even though I love him as an actor, and this was years ago, pre-Parkinson's. Right. He wasn't so even diagnosed never, yet. He was never like your but heart. No, throat. it was like, and, and he had an adorable little face, but yeah. he wasn't my thing. It's not like right. I had posters on my walls or whatever. Just, I just, and I remember waking up going, wow, that was really random. And just going, why would I have, because they say if you, dreams you have about having sex with somebody, actually, it's not about sex. It's about that you respect that person. And sure, I respect Michael J. Fox, but I was just like, of all the people or even actors that I respect, that guy? (laughs) I still don't know why. But so... That's really interesting. Yeah. So I have, I, and I tend to remember mine, but I have a recurring dream that I feel is like the oddest. And it happens a lot. And I'm in some sort of city, like almost like a Blade Runner city with lots of tall oh, wow. buildings and lots of places. And I can't get out of the city. And I'm just trying to get out of the city. And I go up escalators and then the escalators the stairs collapse and it's oh. just straight up Ew. And I'm trying to hang on horrible and, um but it's just a lot of dreams about being trapped in like a really urban city and not being hmm. able to get out wow yeah like no matter where I go no matter what building I'm in I'm trying to get out and I can't get out of the city and I have that a lot that is fascinating I would love for somebody who knows how to interpret dreams to tell us what the hell that means and I mean, I probably had it, what's today, whatever day, I probably had it like two nights ago. I get wow. that a lot. I don't have recurring dreams either. Yeah. No, I, that, For that a long one time, I, I thought I didn't dream at all, but apparently, like, if you don't dream, you're dead. Right. So a lot say. of times you just forget it. Or yeah, I that's just don't remember them. That's what I feel like deja vus are. Like, you forget your dream, and then you're like, oh, um, this happened hmm. before, and it's like, no, you actually dreamt it, but whatever. Oh, but yeah, the getting out of the city, I have a hmm. lot. That's interesting. The only times I remember my dreams are if I take maybe a medication to help me sleep. Yeah. For particular, well, I actually take something to help me sleep pretty much every night, whether it's natural like CBD or whether it's uh, whatever when I'm out of my CBD because I have insomnia. But if I am sick and taking medication then I might remember my dreams, but they're always horrific and gruesome. Like fever dreams, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not pleasant, and they're yeah. scary and sad and bloody and icky. And oof. Yeah, I get, I get scary. I, I get nightmares, too, but this one is, like, the one that's just recurring and just trying to get out of the city, like, with whatever I can. So That yeah. is so interesting. I'm dying to know. We have to just find like a dream Just, like, big buildings and person. big things, and I'm, like, you know, like... I don't know, like parkouring across. <laughs> I mean, it's it's bizarre. It's, wow. Anyway, but that's a great question. Whoever Dreamweaver who asked that. Yeah, we'll call Thank them Dreamweaver. Thank you all. Thank for, you guys. Um, please send us more. Like yes. I said, this was like three months, and we got yeah. seven. <laughs> so please send us more. It could be anything. Like like, don't feel like oh, that's a dumb question. No, bring it on. It might it might pique our interest. You heard us. We're riffing on whatever. Whatever. And that's honestly, what I mean, I was making a joke about the email address. If you don't want to set up a dummy account, we're not going to say anything. We're not going to say. And you can just sign it however you want to. If yeah. you want to say anonymous. 
It doesn't matter if we see your email address. We're exactly. going to honor that you want to be an honest. Of course. Absolutely. Of course. Thank you so much, Thingies. This was a fun one. It was. Thank you so much. Stay safe, stay sane. And healthy and hopeful. Thank you.